listening to Barstool Bender. Welcome to Barstool Banter. I'm your host, Dave. With me, as always, is the amazing Nikki. Hello. And we actually have uh, someone special with us today. We have a new producer slash bartender, Johnny McGee. Hello, hello. And our special, special guest, we have Red. She has been a bartender here for how many years? About eight. About eight? Eight years? Wow, time flies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and today's podcast is brought to you by Tower Avenue Tavern. We are recording up in the VIP lounge right above the bar. Uh, thank you, Andy. Sorry? Sari? Sorry? Sorry. Sorry. Thank you, Andy. Sorry for, uh, you know, allowing us uh, the privilege to record above your bar. Um, Red, how you doing? I'm doing well. Glad to finally be here. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a little tricky getting you on. You know, uh, we set it up, and then somebody decided uh, he didn't want his appendix anymore. <laughs> Way to go, Dave. I think the appendix didn't want you anymore. I think that's kind of how that works usually. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it was apparently being used as a type of coin purse for so many years uh, that uh, couldn't fit any more of those pearls in there. And it, so it was uh, it was a... Mutual breakup. Yes, it was yeah. a mutual breakup. <laughs> you know, first one ever, I think. <laughs> we'll have to see the scar later. Uh, well, you know, there's uh, there, there's no scars to it. They did it. Um, I'm gonna fuck this word up, but laparoscopic. Laparoscopic. There we go. Thank you guys. She's also an EMT oh, or yes. in training, so yeah, oh. I'm, I'm a certified. I mean, I'm also certifiable, but certified EMT. <laughs> <laughs> also certifiable. All right. Um, and so now you've, you've been bartending for eight years. Mm -hmm. uh, we were talking before the podcast. Uh, you're currently not a bartender right now. No, now I'm kind of just uh, freelancing, waiting for the next for the next thing. So are you part of uh, this on the fly that's not, not Johnny on. starting up? She's my... Uh, for sure my next um, person I'm bringing on um, as I get enough clients to the point where I'm not able to uh, handle it all myself. She's definitely my um, go-to girl. Well, you brought her to Grumpy's for the bash below the belt the one day. That's where yeah. I, the first time I met Red. That was fun. That was really fun. Yes. So, yeah. My yes made it awkward. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird silence. <laughs> yes. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> and so now, where was the uh, last bar that you bartended at then? Um, I was doing uh, weddings and other events at Graceland Plaza. Okay. So so that kind of thing. Not not a place where you have regulars, but um, a place where people usually show up happy, which is always kind of nice. You don't have people coming in after a bad day. Uh, they're here because their best friend's getting married and they want to get turned up. And uh, I'm happy to provide that. Get the occasional crying bridesmaid, but that's about the extent of it. <laughs> you know, the best is when they're not just crying, but they leave with their husband, and then later you're closing up, and they suddenly reappear out of nowhere like some half-drunk revenant. Um. <laughs> Where have you been the last three hours? What were you doing? Yeah, a little Don't bit. Don't answer that question. Crying but, um, in the bathroom. Yeah, crying <laughs> in the bathroom. All the bartenders there, it's worth noting, all the bartenders there who lasted were all ones who were like... I'm never going to get married in this kind of, you know, I'm never going to have a wedding. Like, nobody who liked that kind of thing stayed there very long, interestingly. Yeah, well, I'm kind of opposite, because I've been married once, and uh, my my wedding was, it was literally a shotgun wedding. Um, I got off work at... In the South. Yeah, yeah in the South, in North Carolina. Um, I got off work at 4 p.m., uh, and uh, her dad picked me up from work that time I didn't have a license of bit of an idiot younger years still an idiot actually um but, but you have a license now. yeah her dad would pick me up every day from work and this particular day everybody's in the jeep you know him her mom her her sister so i'm like oh what's going on they're like oh we gotta you know alvin's gotta go to court you know and we're gonna go support him and it's like oh okay sweet let's go um, and the next thing I know, the judge comes in. She's like, all right, well, we're doing a wedding today. Uh, I need David Cohn and, um, you know, the ex to come up here. And I'm like, I look I look at her dad and her mom, and they're like, you better get your ass up there. 
And I was like, fuck me. So, you know, if, if I was to ever get married again, <laughs> it's going to be a legit wedding. <laughs> not in front of the court like you're confessing to a crime, you know. I'm really glad that there is going to be video on that. Just that, <laughs> that I'm not getting married. The look on Nikki's face and right across from it was awesome. <laughs> I mean, I've already had two weddings that were big, so... Well, no, I don't want a big wedding. I want something... Uh, I want, like, a destination-type wedding, you know, kind of like Bill and Marie are doing. Okay. Uh, invite some friends down somewhere. It's like, hey, we're not going to pay for it. We're not going to give you any money. Uh, you don't have to rent a suit, but all the men are going to be wearing Hawaiian shirts. And that's it. <laughs> Just make sure you don't schedule it at like a nude beach or something. Well, that's why I said Hawaiian shirts and oh, that's it. Oh, and that's it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> uh, Donald Duck um, style. Um, so now, Red, uh, part of uh, the Barstool Banter structure um, is we typically do shots every 15 minutes. However, today, because of Nikki's current condition, uh, we aren't going to do them every 15 minutes. Uh, no, she is not pregnant. Let's, okay, yeah. we need oh, to no, clarify no, no. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, However, she did have a case of morning sickness. Absolutely. Yes. It was horrible. Um, it was violent and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't deserve it. Um, so, yeah, Johnny, if I can get a shot of Jack Apple. Um, Nikki, are you going to do a shot? Please don't break yeah. any bottles up here yet. He doesn't break bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him drop a bottle. Nope. Even close to dropping a bottle even. Nope. I gotta give him shit. You know, it's... <laughs> and so now, while Johnny is passing out the shots, um, eight years ago when you started bartending, mm. what was that bar that you started at? Um, I used to work, again, kind of events and things, parties at the North Shore Scenic Railroad, because um, I'd worked there from 18 as, like, a car attendant, so, like, you know, the tour guide selling concessions or whatever. And then after I'd been there about a year, um, they let me do things like the parties, the party trains, uh, the terror train. So bartending at like, you know, the concession stand that for that night just had like a field of bottles on top. And if you took a corner too fast, everyone would be like, I got it, and catch the bottle that inevitably fell off. You got to tell a story from the train, man. There's got to be something. Oh, yeah, I got, I got good train stories. <laughs> when did you start that? Uh, 2011. <laughs> Do I know somebody you know? Probably. No, I probably met you there. Probably. Okay. Well, let's hear a train story then. And remind you, this is uh, Red's favorite time she was involved in a train. <laughs> um. Phrasing, sir. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. No. Anyway, uh, favorite time I was bartending on a train. <laughs> Anyways. So, uh... Man, there were a few good ones. Uh, the one I was actually bartending and not just the aftermath thereof. Um, it was a terror train, and so the train was packed. So a terror train means Halloween train, everyone's in costume. It's good times. Um, and we were pulling up to Two Harbors Station, which is where, where you get off to go to the Legion, and then you hop back on and ride back to Duluth. Um, and there were these two girls. Uh, the, the train hit kind of a lurch, and there were these two girls there, uh, one was dressed as an angel and one dressed as a devil. And I swear to you, this is real. I could not make this up if I tried. Um, and devil girl bumped into angel girl. Angel girl dropped her phone and it, you know, its back came off, might have been damaged, whatever. The angel girl had a friend with her who was also dressed as the devil. The second devil girl sees the first and goes and just, like, yells at her. And the first devil girl takes that as, you know, a serious affront and jumps at her. So I've got two devils fighting each other in front of my bar. And I am dressed up as Elsa the friggin' Snow Queen, right? So I've got, I've got a 10-pound blonde wig on. Um, I'm wearing a dress that thankfully is only knee length. But I've got, like, a concession counter in front of me. And these two girls are fighting each other. And I can't get out on either side. And I'm trying to avoid, you know, bloodshed. Because that really puts a damper on a party. So I go, I pop the bar in a dress as Elsa. Uh, I regret not screaming, let it go, because that would have been the cherry on top. <laughs> but as I go over the bar, I make eye contact with, like, the conductor of the train, and he sees me, and his face just goes from, like, what? So, oh, my God. I get over between them with my tiny arm span, like, holding them apart as they, like, scratch at each other. Um, and uh, we, we get them apart. And, uh, and yeah, that was... Uh, 
I've, I've never seen that kind of fight happen before, and it was beautiful. It was like something out of a cartoon. Uh, and then later, I guess, at the end of the night, the girls saw each other again. The angel threw down her heels, like you do, and tackled one of the devils. Oh um, and then the bouncer had to pull them apart. So good times were had by all. Mostly, I am, like I, I am so upset that <laughs> nobody recorded it, and I you thought, did not sing Let It Go. I, I really, really should have. Uh, that was a missed opportunity. Or Throne Ice, that would have been thematically appropriate. Oh, that would have been amazing. But, you know, these things we think about after the fact. So yeah. that's my favorite train bartending story. I'd like to hear the, the uh, Devil Girls version of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Elsa jumps over the bar <laughs> starts throwing ice at me. Oh, if you could have thrown ice, that would have been would, swell. I, yeah. I wish, at the time, I was swell. just... I was actually... <laughs> Let's get us a sarsaparilla. Right. <laughs> she willikers, that'd be swell. <laughs> she willikers. Yeah, at the time I was mostly just trying to avoid not only someone, you know, bleeding, because um, that breaks up a party, but I was also, because all my bottles were just on top of the bar top, I was afraid they were going to start knocking. The, Theatrics. Yeah. You're right. I should have yeah. let them go. I mean, let no it pun go. intended. <laughs> <laughs> let it go. Exactly. Something like that. All right. Well, um, uh, Red... Again, thank you for coming on here and drinking with us today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Oh, God. Here we go. Oh, yep. 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 I just I, I brought it to my mouth. By the way, um, I this smelled is what it. Uh, hungover drinking looks like. Um, it, it, it hurts. It really <laughs> hurts. Well, you have to, to you know. Show your gift to the world, you know. Oh, <laughs> Lord. You got this. So, I mean, for those that are watching and listening, uh, me and Nikki are not the only hungover ones. Uh, somebody that you cannot see or hear, it's off camera, is Tiffany. Uh, apparently, she's pretty hungover as well, which is <laughs> awesome. Don't party with Moon unless you bring your big girl panties. <laughs> True facts. So now, where would you say would have been um, your favorite place to work at? Now, you can give a shout-out to the bar, or you can just... Well, she's probably not going to give the shout-out to the I, bar. It, it's one of those things where, like any great romance, it started awesome and ended in tears. So, um, it was it was the best... They forced anal on you, didn't they? <laughs> sure as hell felt like that. <laughs> it was um, a part of the train show. I'm a little sore, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we all got fucked pretty hard. Um... <laughs> But but the place I did work and had the most fun was when I was worked with Johnny for a couple years, and um, that was it was a it was a bar where for for a good long while we we kind of brought it up further into the spotlight and we uh, made ourselves kind of the the faces of the place had a lot of regulars um, people we were friendly with and we could always draw a crowd we could always keep them happy. And it very much felt like being like the ringleaders of a circus where everybody was having a great time. And that was like a great high. You're just, you walked in and you knew it was going to be a good night. Um, you know, nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, um, a few of the things that, well, in our resident uh, constructor of, of all things Halloween is behind us. Yeah. Um, just some of the Halloween parties that we'd throw over there. Yeah. Uh, New Year's Eve New Year's party. Eve parties. Um, yeah, put a lot of... Our um, own money into that place. Yeah, and blood, parties. sweat, and tears, too. Just <laughs> time. I mean, crazy amounts of time. But um, just uh, what we, me, Red and I are drinking are... Uh, I hate both of these words. It's the moist panty. Moist panty. Moist panty. But we just call them an MP. Mm, your panties like are so moist. At one of those, at, at one of those uh, said parties was a male review where, um, you know, male strippers were there. and uh, Think Magic Mike. It, yeah, it was the Magic Mike experience, I think. So we were drinking MPs every time uh, Genuine's Pony came on. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just... That was we, Well, we were pretty gone by the time that, that, that was over with, just simply for the fact that I didn't know how many times they were going to play Genuine's <laughs> My Pony throughout that evening, but it was upwards of eight. I, I, feel like, I feel like somebody found out and was purposely playing that song constantly. I mean, it, it was definitely fit the night. Um, what was I was amazed of that night was how many 
people who came in, women, who were like, this is my divorce party, and I didn't even know that was a thing, but I guess if you're gonna have one, Magic Mike is the place to go? What, that makes sense, I guess? The only time that I ever went to a strip show, and it was at a different location, um, it was at a bar in Superior here, it ironically was, it was somebody else's birthday, that's why we went, but I was mid-divorce myself, which is kind of <laughs> ironic, but... Um, yeah, I think it's disturbing that there are so many divorce parties out there. I never had a divorce party per se. I just went out and got really drunk. Like, I, yeah, like I get it. It's, at the same time, yeah, there's something kind of like. I'm trying to find something to block this. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, no, it's good. I just lost or my favorite. I just lost two hundred pounds. Doesn't really help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I heard that one. I think a couple times that night. Well, it's not not as good as the review you worked. At a different bar where you... Uh, did you oh. tell that story? Did I miss that in your no, podcast? No. Um, that was uh, when I worked at Stargate, when that was still a thing, and they did a mail review. <laughs> and um, I was... Uh, it was a Chippendale experience. <laughs> and I was just wearing a tank top or whatever because it's fucking hot as balls in there and you're trying to work. But um, I grabbed a case of beer from downstairs and I was bringing it up to get it stocked. And this woman just comes and just grabs my tank top and just rips it off my body so I'm just standing there shirtless holding this beer. I'm like, what please, the please tell me you started dancing. No! <laughs> no, I was Did she give to... you a dollar at least? No, no, she just took the shirt and <laughs> swung it above her head like I was part of the show. It was... How rude. It was quite rude. Yeah, that is pretty awful. Not as rude as the end of the evening when a 300-pound Indian woman, Native American woman, reached across the bar, clean-jerked me up like I was a dandelion, <laughs> pulled me over and says, I'm going to rape you in the parking lot. One and only time I've ever had a bouncer walk me out because I was scared. Because <laughs> there's no way I could have done anything. That that woman was bull strong. I'm pretty sure I could have outran her, but if she would have ducked behind a corner or something and I wasn't paying attention, not a thing I could have done. I always feel bad for giggling at that story because it's really messed up, but I just, it's, it's hard to imagine anyone clean jerking you over a bar. Well, I was... It was probably a good maybe 30 pounds lighter at that point in time, but still over 200. She was strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, we Alright, anyways. About, talking about uh, what do you call that? Cabin fever, whatever, the seasonal disorder. We're, seasonal affective disorder. Sad, yeah. We, we hit that. It's February. It's cold. It's dark all the time, and now we finally have one sunny day, and Dave blocks out the sun. They really call seasonal effectiveness disorder that makes you sad. The acronym is SAD. It absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Up here in the land. A little on the nose, dude. Exactly. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Don't, don't ever doubt it. Medical professionals have, like, a really twisted sense of humor. Um, yeah. It shows up. All right. So, Red, um, now you kind of told in an awesome bar story but it was more of your most enjoyable time involved in a train um <laughs> can get some mileage out of that <laughs> oh, look. oh i will beat that there were no horse. adidas flip-flops involved <laughs> and ju- just to remind you she uh, her last bar job she left because they forced her in anal that was a couple ago <laughs> Again, we, we try to have fun on this, this podcast. Is, this is true. Um, so, t- tell me an awesome experience that you had working in a bar, not in a train, because trains are fun. Um, you get to go woo-woo, and nobody yells at you. Um, I think that's just a you thing with the southern accent. People get scared. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. You know, boy, you sure do got a purdy mouth. <laughs> woo! Just play a banjo. Walk really away slow. <laughs> I had a teacher who used to have a magnet on his filing cabinet in class, high school, that said, paddle faster, I hear banjos. Um, but uh, fun or, or great bar story from when I wasn't on a train. Awesome is kind of subjective. Is this, if this is, like you said in yours, comedy equals tragedy plus time. So, so there's a lot of them that kind of in hindsight are very funny. Yes. At the time, they might have been a little bit, uh, a little odd. Or terrifying. Or terrifying. <laughs> Let's 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 go with one that's still it's still pretty funny. Let's see, twenty five grams of meth or titty poker. What, what do you think, Johnny? You yes. call this one? Well, I have I, a lot of weird stories. They both is, sound wonderful. Let's they, uh, they do. Um, 
25 grams of meth or titty poker? Well, I'm not sure if I remember the 25 grams of meth one, so why don't you run that one by me again? I think that was during your hiatus. So one night, it was a... No, 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 I, w- I want to hear about the titty poker. I can tell both. <laughs> I got no problems. Well, titty poker's a pretty short story, so T- yeah. Titty poker's a short story. Uh, the titty poker was... Um, there's a, a dumb game that people will play called What Are the Odds? And the details aren't really important, except that if you win, um, you get to kind of decide what a person does, and if you lose, you have to do whatever the, dis- the decider says you have to. Okay? So one night, I'm working, and... I wasn't even supposed to be working that night, so let's let's just throw that in there. I was taking a shift for somebody else, and I'm behind the bar with Johnny, and one of our regulars uh, kind of motions and kind of you know does the finger towards me over the bar, so I kind of lean in, thinking maybe something's wrong, uh, maybe he wants to tell me something. He's a regular, he's been all right, everything's good, and as I lean over the bar, going, "Yeah, what's up, man?" He leans across and boop, just pokes me right in the titty, right in the in the boob, um, just boink. And I was, like, you know, immediately pretty pissed off. Because I think, like most people, I don't like when people just put their hands on me, especially right. my, my breasts. So Enraged like, would have been a better... Yeah, I was trying to be nice. But, yeah, I was in I was in a fury. Uh, think Valkyrie, Avenging Valkyrie. Anyway, you know, what the hell, man? And he, blubbering, I didn't want to have to burn my favorite sweatshirt again. Uh, so he was playing this game, and if he hadn't done it, he would have had to burn his favorite sweatshirt. He'd lost the bet or whatever. And so he had to poke the titty of whatever bartender, female bartender, happened to be working that night. Remember, I was subbing in for another female bartender that night. And so I was mad. I was big mad. So I'm like, I go over to Johnny with a look of death on my face, the the lizard look, and he's like, well, whatever you decide, I'll I'll back you up. So I'm like, make him something disgusting. Uh, The lizard look uh, is something that we've kind of coined together because usually when she's working, it's a very thin veneer of human, sort of like a candy (laughs) shell with a very, very angry, chocolatey peanut core. Yeah, I mean, I I, I enjoy what I do and I like it, but but when somebody crosses that line, I I get a look that, that... unnerves people, and Johnny calls it my lizard luck. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, titty poker sounds like a very fun game. Well, it, it titty poker wasn't the game, that was the guy's name, because he he did this, and We then, stopped calling him by his real name and forever referred to him as TP or titty poker. Yeah, which was great, because he brought a new girlfriend into the bar To his face that. or behind his back? Oh, to, oh, his, to face. his face. Oh, nice. Hey, TP! Nice. Um, because Johnny, the, the, the retribution for this was Johnny made him a shot that was, it's called a sweaty Mexican lumberjack. So it's tequila, whatever hot sauce you have on hand, and mayonnaise. And Yukon Jack. And Yukon Jack. Nice. And he shook it, put it in front of him. What's that? Ugh. Gotta drink it if you want to stay. Well, what's in it? Well, man up and find out. So he takes a shot, immediately is like dry heaving. And he's like, <sighs> all right, you know, what was in that? And I tell him, and I'm like... Don't you ever lay hands on me again, or this will be the last time you set foot in this bar. And don't poke a titty unless you're prepared for the consequences. Yes, or have that finger. And and it was called an angry Mexican lumberjack? Sweaty Mexican Mexican lumberjack. lumberjack. I have heard of that. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of curious. I don't want to do it today. (laughs) Um, I'd like to try it sometime. Yeah, I would like to try it. Just uh, Bring a spotter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you, only you have live. long hair. You're gonna need that. <laughs> yeah, you only live once. So, I'll tie it back know. first. Yeah, tie the beard back. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty <laughs> gross. So so the guy got to stay, uh, but he was forever called TP. And when he brought a new girlfriend in, why do you guys call him TP? She was displeased with the answer. So um, yeah, so that's that's the story of the titty poker. I don't even remember what the other story was, so we'll just go... 25 grams of meth? Oh, yeah, that one's actually shorter in a way. So three guys walked, well, two girls... Anyway, fight goes down, it turns into a dog pile, cops show up, I'm calling them, um, and the long and the short of it is, the one guy was out in the parking lot, and it took six taser strikes to neutralize him. Like, he would not stop fighting. And when they frisked him, it turned out he had 25 grams of meth in his pocket, which explains why he was... And, uh... I mean, it's a funny story. Uh, I still had to take our bouncer to the ER to get checked out because, you know, he'd gotten hit over the head by a, with a trash can by this guy. Um, but he was okay, which is why it's a funny story. And, yeah, it wasn't uh, funny at the time. At but the time, again. Now you're like, holy crap. But, Tragedy plus time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, 25 grams of meth, um, suddenly everything made more sense. Was it, a, was it a bag half empty or a bag half full? You know, I didn't inquire, <laughs> did it used to be question. Did it used to be 50 grams of meth? <laughs> 
I'd say given the, the behavior, probably. Yeah. <laughs> that was the start of our Tuesday nights are a bad night run, and uh, I'll never forget Tuesday nights, because it always seemed like Monday, no one did anything. Tuesday. Tuesday is where things would go wrong. It's weird. It's usually like Fridays and Saturdays that the weird shit happens. The worst would happen on Friday, Saturday, but like Tuesday, were like the the like one of the mill weird was always a Tuesday night. I don't know. It's the build up. (laughs) It's the build up. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, when I was uh, you know still bartending in dugout, like when I would pick up a weeknight shift, typically Wednesdays, I found that was a very weird night at that bar. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's like, why is there, this bar got 30 people in it on a Wednesday <laughs> night? Does nobody have to work in the morning? Well, what's going on here? That's how my Tuesdays used to be at Grumpy's. Yeah. It would be just bizarre, weird shit going on. Like, wow, that girl's fingering another girl. <laughs> you know, I At s- the bar. Well. I saw I mean, that on a different, on a It's Grumpy's. Yeah. It, <laughs> yes. I haven't. That hasn't happened in a while, so thankfully. Okay, so <laughs> anywho, let's segue that one. Even though I really segue. want to hear more about, um, you know, the finger and a girl at a We're bar. We're gonna call That's this "Smell My Fingers." Yeah, <laughs> fish fingers is the game I've heard it called. Okay. Oh, oh, okay, that's even funnier. <laughs> Sorry, segue. Yes. Moving on. <laughs> segue. <laughs> I, I, I still feel if we say Segway enough in the podcast, Segway will start sponsoring us. I don't even care if they just give me a Segway. Like, it could be a six-year-old Segway that barely works. You're going to get a t-shirt in the mail that says Segway. That's it. Yeah, it works for me. Yeah, that's good enough. Segway, transportation of bartenders everywhere. Is that the one oh, where you hold the... Yeah, the two-wheeler. Okay. It's not the two-wheeler one no. that you stand on, right? No, no this looks like a two, death two, trap. The two-wheeler one, what is that? Well, it's, without the, the yeah. Yeah. hoverboard yeah, thing. Hoverboard. Yeah. Hover. Yeah. <laughs> they don't actually hover, though. Like, no. no. I, I, think the, I think the coolest... <laughs> can I get a Bud Light while you're in there, sir? I think the coolest thing I've ever seen that involved the hoverboards was... Uh, it was a video I actually watched this morning <laughs> on YouTube. Um, it's, there's somebody, it's, it's in somebody's home. And uh, his two little girls are both on a hoverboard. I think I've seen this one. Uh, and both of them have like a little, uh, you know, little pony, you know, the little he- horse head, like you would see a kids hobby horse. With, yeah, yeah. you would see kids with back in the fifties. And they are just racing around the freaking dad in his house, just constantly. It was awesome use of a hoverboard, I think. I mean, I hear they're good fire starters as well. <laughs> also I've heard that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with Samsung phones. Uh. No, yeah. specifically. I, I've never had one catch on fire. I mean, that, that's how I know that I'm destined to be poor my whole life, is I use Samsung and I've never had one blow up on me. It's like, come on, I want to sue the company too. <laughs> I was trying to figure Somebody's out the relationship. Somebody's just plugging there. Samsung and now wants a free Samsung phone. You know, I have a Samsung refrigerator that all the shelves seem to just keep randomly breaking out of, so... Can I say Ford Mustang? Ford Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just get our wish list out. You're up. <laughs> uh, ooh, um, I will take a Ferrari Ed- Ezio. Or, or no, not Enzo. 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 I'm oh. sorry, I mix up Assassin's Creed and actual Dream big. for a second. <laughs> I yeah, just want... yeah I, I have high aspirations, Johnny. <laughs> no, I just want like a like a 1970s ruggedized jeep so i i honestly i honestly expected nikki to plug something like a two-stroke vibrator 4000 uh with the noise canceling muffler (laughs) oh that's that's hitachi (laughs) (laughs) is that because of the the, is it called that because of what you scream when you turn it on (laughs) hitachi No, even better, they make heavy machinery and stuff, too. They're a legit Japanese company. <laughs> that's, that's just like the corner of their American market. <laughs> oh, you're being serious. That's a thing. They really oh, do 100%. make them? It's, well, it's, it's, oh, my God. I'm sorry. Yes, I guess I've a, never known a brand name. My there's a company vibrators. called Hitachi, and it's Are you lonely? Are you tired of going home from the bar by yourself, not being able to get off? Get yourself the brand new Hitachi. It's guaranteed to make you go, Hatachi! <laughs> Hatachi! 
You know, they sell them to you as like Now, unfortunately, we're just going to get a bunch of dildos sent to us. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see a problem with that. I really don't. As long as they come with batteries. Why do I feel like this is all going to get cut out? (laughs) Oh, trust me, this is is gold. (laughs) I I told you the questions are here just for structure. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Hitachi. Hitachi. God damn it, from now on, whatever, I bust one. I'm just going to go, Hitachi! <laughs> when you squinted your eyes like that, it was real authentic. You look like an angry sumo. <laughs> <laughs> I may have got excited. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's one kind of heavy machinery. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Do you you realize we we got this from Segway? (laughs) 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 Trying to Segway into the next thing. (laughs) It's okay. Oh, okay. oh, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Thank you for that. Um, how do you how do you segue out of that? You turn your vibrator off. <laughs> no. I'm not done yet. But AAA says it's time. <laughs> I think I really ought to get one of those ones that like plugs in. I was gonna say the Hitachi's usually have wire. Why do I know this? <laughs> I could stand here a little more. <laughs> Thanks, Jane. Now, do, 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 do they have Bluetooth capability? I mean, you know, I'm not sure about those, um, but I know if you uh, does God, it have a speaker that plays "Oh Come All Ye Faithful"? <laughs> <laughs> It's my Sunday one. <laughs> I've never been so sure that I'm going to hell until this moment. Now I'm like 3,000% sure. Just hell. I'm pretty well, sure. We'll, be, we'll, we'll all be together doing this podcast. We'll, we'll run yeah, the bar. It's, yeah. uh, you know, if it, um, unfortunately, everybody I bring on the podcast is going to hell with us. Uh, and, uh, when we get there, it's just going to be one giant podcast. Uh, it's going to be kind of like... Um, you know, just a podcast about nothing. You know, well, we'll go Seinfeld with it. <laughs> show about nothing. And How do you probably, feel about pitchforks? Oh, they suck, man. <laughs> but I got a brand new Atachi. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't get to use it on myself. It's got seven speeds, though. <laughs> you are in hell. And it's always so. it's always on fast. <laughs> Why is it sharp? <laughs> oh. I didn't see a problem with it being on high all the time, but the sharpness? No, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for reminding me to buy more waterproof mascara. (laughs) I thought you were going somewhere else with that. (laughs) Well, Hitachi died. I need to get a new one. (laughs) They won't warranty it a seventh time. I do think I've seen Bluetooth ones before, though. I don't really know what they do. I haven't done that much research. I honestly can't think of a purpose for a Bluetooth. Uh, do you want to no. know? Actually, yeah. Yes. yeah. I mean, I know they have remote control oh. ones. That's, that's just it. It's the idea is you can remote control it. So if you're like with a partner out somewhere and you want to be naughty and like God Almighty, like a restaurant or something, you can turn it on and make them go woo. That's the idea. Which one goes woo? I, I'm not. You know. The guy with the remote or the girl with the... Uh, probably uh, the girl who's got it on, but then probably so internally questions. the guy with the remote. Uh, I guess. I'll, I will. Disclaimer. I've never used one of these. So, I just know they exist. I, yeah. I, have, I have so many questions about it, but then again, the whole time I just keep thinking about how funny the word vagina is. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm ADD going on right now. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, it is 2020. Whoever's going woo is not the person who has the remote, regardless of gender. Let's just put it that way. I don't know. I love remotes. 
<laughs> and most specific fetish of the day goes to <laughs> David Cohn. <laughs> I don't even know how we come back from this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I don't know how we got to here before Segway. I don't. Itachi. <laughs> Red is sponsored by Hitachi. I wish. <laughs> All right. Um. Segway. <laughs> I honestly don't know how to follow that up. Uh, um. A shot? Yes. Yes. Shot. yes. 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 Great idea. Return to the bartending roots and add Th- more alcohol. Thank you to our new producer for finding a way out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I'm just going to lean forward. While, while Johnny is getting the shots prepared for us, um, now, throughout your eight years, you know, working at Graceline, you've dealt with a lot of party themes. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming you've been to a lot of party, you know, bars that had a theme going on. So what would it be, in your opinion, um, your f- the best theme for a bar party? I'm, I'm looking at our chief Halloween fabricator, who you cannot see, but she's there and she's awesome. Um, I will use my shout out instead of for a bar to Tiffany, who is wonderful. Uh, and who wasn't even mad at me when I accidentally, uh, we were working on decorations one time, and I dipped my paintbrush in my drink instead of, like, brush cleaner water, and she was just like, she let it go instead of tormenting me endlessly, which she would have been within her rights to. Uh, I still drank it, uh, because you don't waste alcohol, but... Right. Anyway. It's not uh, as bad as, uh, drinking turpentine instead of your water. This is true. This was just a little bit of paint in my vodka. Um... And I'm tough. So, uh, yeah, if anything, she needs to get dumbed down a little bit. Do <laughs> paint chips. A little bit in the water. Thanks, brother. Um, uh, we, we don't want to dumb her down. She'll forget how to use the Hitachi. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to... Anyway, back to... Sorry. So, uh, there was one year we decided to do... Uh, we did Halloween-themed parties at this aforementioned best bar, worst bar I ever worked at. Um, not Graceland, different one. And we decided to do a twisted kind of version of Alice in Wonderland. Uh, kind of more of, you know, the darker bent of it. Think, uh, for the video game fans out there, American McGee's Alice. Kind of similar, this, this dark kind of um, thing. So, uh, we made everything. We, we got, like, you know that, um, I don't even know what it's called. It's like that camo netting, right? They use for, like, death lines or whatever. Yeah. And we made, like, the, the rabbit, um, down the rabbit hole. And then we put cards on it. We hung teacups from the ceiling. Um, I made these, like, really, really intricate uh, posters for Wanted for all the main characters. Uh, Johnny was the Mad Hatter. I was Alice. We had a Cheshire Cat in our bar back. Tiffany was the Queen of Hearts, and she was awesome. She had a throne. People were taking photos with her all night. Um, And so we made this bar into, like, this really cool, uh, super Halloween-y... it was stepping into Wonderland for a night on a really dark bent, and it was great. It was awesome. And the guillotine. And the guillotine. We had a guillotine. Right. We, had a, we had a working. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, let's just leave that out. We had a working guillotine with, where... with a mask over like a ball to look like a head in the basket. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty good. We built that on what a weight bench or something, and then weight bench and scraps of wood. That and then moon. So, are are there any pictures of this night? Then? Oh yeah, tons on Facebook. Um, okay, so I'll I have to go on to Facebook you. and I'll have to post some. Yeah. Uh, on the page because that sounds freaking phenomenal. It was well, amazing. I did a live feed of walking through everything too, but that yeah. was on my old Facebook account. I mean, we'd have to try oh, to find that. We, but, there are photos still that exist, yeah. um, and then you know, like we. We really put a lot of time and effort. We, we made a mushroom forest. Um, Tweedledee and Tweedledum uh, out of skeletons. Um, it was it was really, really cool. Like, it was one of those things where the build-up to it took a couple months. Actually, uh, Miles from episode yeah. three was our was our March Hare. Who yeah. was playing one of the parts that we nice. had. Yeah. Yeah, it was... I mean, like, that, that sounds fucking amazing, honestly. It sounds like a lot of fucking work went into it as well. 
Um, real quick, let's, uh, let's do these shots. Um, Segway. This shot is brought to you by Hitachi. <laughs> you can't segue if you keep saying the word Hitachi. I'm sorry, it's stuck with me. I mean, I, I mean, I, I knew, I knew they were kind of leading the market in power tools. I didn't know they went that far into power tools. Not, they, not, they a, not a huge jump, I guess. <laughs> not really. Though they don't like to advertise that it's used for that hilariously. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And so with with that, right? You know, with the, that theme. Um. So. A question I've I've enjoyed asking uh, bartenders on this podcast. All right, let's say uh, you know I put a briefcase in front of you with a million dollars. All right, million dollars to purchase land, have a building built, turned into a bar, a themed bar. All right, being a bartender up here for eight years, you know what works, don't work. Doesn't even have to be here. Yeah. Could be a different. What would be the theme you would go with? I think instead of a million dollars, money's no object. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, mean, hey, I, I forget. You know, a million dollars go quick during it doesn't go very project. far. <laughs> it doesn't go very far anymore. I, I forget about inflation. Oh, One million, million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so hard to get sharks with laser beams on the freaking heads. Are they angry, Sheepash? <laughs> Are they distempered? <laughs> um, I'm not, you know, it's kind of hard because I feel like any themed bar. Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Hitachi! Um, Hitachi, for when it isn't hard. Um, anyway, please cut that out. <laughs> Now, nope. <laughs> oh, nope. Nope. Oh. Um, Please cut that out. No, that's totally going in now. Yeah. That's going in. Um, that's what she said. Uh, anyways, um, I feel like I feel like a theme park is eventually going to kind of lose its its novelty, no matter what you do. So, if anything, I would have a bar where the whole idea is that it's kind of um, kind of a chameleon. You can you can throw themes in if you want to for special events, New Year's, uh, St. Patrick's Day, um, Halloween. But I wouldn't limit it to one theme. I would just build a bar in um, in a semi-residential neighborhood, I guess, uh, where that it became known as the neighborhood place, because really that's what you want. You want people who will always come there because it's convenient. Yeah. Um, you want to minimize chances of people driving away from it if they've had too much. And and really, you know, as much as you know, bartenders joke about it, the regulars do tend to kind of make the lifeblood of a place. Yeah. So you'd, you'd want a place where, where the regulars were good, and uh, you didn't have too much trouble, but you could bring people in for special events because you could can transform the place. Uh, so, and it doesn't quite answer your question. But no, it was actually a good answer. Uh, it really is, you know. Um, you know. Like you said, a themed bar, if you just went with a certain theme, can die out. You know, even a sports bar. Yeah. You know, people even get tired, you know, going to your local sports bar. Uh, whereas a, a comfortable place, like you had mentioned, to just kind of go there every day after work to have a drink. And main thing is to be adaptable in this For sure. kind yes. of yeah. industry. Yeah. Well, if you were to go with like a theme, a theme type bar that really only works if you're in a heavy, heavy tourist. Yeah. Area. Yeah. Sorry, I'm asking questions from a note from Miles and Chloe, and ran across. Uh, Johnny McGee's note that led to some awesomeness. <laughs> oh, here's uh, here's actually one of the pictures. Is that the Build a Kid Workshop one? <laughs> you do look like a little kid in that picture. Oh, no. Holy cow, are you old enough to drink in this picture? I still get that question, which is funny. I'm, I'm almost 27. Nikki? Yeah. You yeah. look like a little kid. I went, I went blonde. Cow. I want to see that photo up close. I went blonde for that party. Uh, you could just what I would consider, uh, what I kind of want to do with um, my time, when I, my plan is to top the border and never see snow again. But uh, <laughs> wait a minute, what border? Uh, one south, <laughs> one where they speak so Spanish. Iowa, Iowa, <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> yeah. what? Uh, no, um, what I was thinking for a bar was uh, I. Build a bar overseas called Expats, 
were people who were, you know, expatriates and, you know, wanted to, um, you know, have a little taste of home. Like during Oktoberfest, you could do something and, you know, you can get all kinds of holidays from everywhere worldwide. And then you're, you know, you have it in a specific location for all those people that are doing it. And then other people that are, you know, native to the place or um, other people from all over the world can kind of come together and appreciate other cultures, you know, and then you're never out of a theme and you're always drawing a crowd. So now you, you mentioned um, expats would be an awesome name, expatriates. Are you referring to like ex-servicemen that stay across seas? Well, uh, of expat is, uh, is just a, a, a term for somebody who is from one country and lives in another one. Okay. They've expatriated. They decide to um, make their permanent residence elsewhere. Elsewhere. Okay. Can so I the, 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 vision I had, the vision I had in my head was, you know, pretty cool, but weird. Uh, I was picturing the, um, the mercenary bar from Deadpool for some reason. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. when you said Patriots, I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah. Sounds like a good one. Actually, I've been to a bar a little bit like that, and I'm 100%. So I went to Paris for work a couple of years ago. In the heart of Paris, in like, you know, like the most, the oldest part, there is a Packers like Green Bay Packers bar, and I can hear Johnny's eyes rolling. Why? But it's amazing. There's a Green Bay Packers bar in the heart of Paris, and if you go there on the 4th of July with your American passport, they will give you free shots. Oh, well, kind of like and, I'm a... And beer cheese soup. And, <laughs> yeah, yum. Probably. Yum. Like on the, uh, what is the name of that TV show? How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. In, in New York, there's... They have a Minnesota-themed bar, and they, like, you know, root for the Vikings. Well, don't you know? Yeah. Well, that, that, that kind of yeah. makes me want to get a bunch of money so I can move to, say, um, I, I don't know, Japan and open up a Cleveland Browns bar. I think you're better mm. off, uh, not Japan, but Southeast Asia is probably a really cheap place for you to set up shop. That's where a lot of... But it, it would have to be everything Cleveland Browns. Why? So people can drink their sadness away. The Green Bay Packer Bar in Paris. Well, people are yeah, but crazy about, about their Packers, Packers win. At least Green Bay is relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Packer people are like intense, though, and you, they go, they move other places, and they still are huge Packer fans. It's sort of the you can take the, the the trailer park, the girl out of the trailer park, but not the trailer park out of the girl, right? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> not that we're comparing Packer fans to. No, we totally are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was laying that analogy on pretty thick. <laughs> We are pissing I'm off sorry. so many My Packer and, and Cleveland I mean, Browns fans. I'm a right Packers now. fan, so I'll you know. Cleveland Browns don't have fans. <laughs> <laughs> they have people in mourning, just yes. giant mourning people on Sunday. They, they actually, they actually, someone went to their doctor and tried to get a note saying they should be able to get medicinal marijuana. There's like, a, I think, a court case about this because the pain of being a, a Cleveland Browns fan is so severe that they should be able to get uh, marijuana, medical marijuana, for the intractable pain. I did once have a doctor recommend whiskey. It's a tank. That's that's a reasonable recommendation. Recommended whiskey? My doctor yelled at me for cutting back on the whiskey intake. No. No, Was uh, it Dr. Ulan? Because we probably have the same doctor. (laughs) No, it was... uh, Only um, in Wisconsin. um, I'm not going to mention her name, but she's a Russian nurse practitioner. Um, Busty. uh, You think it sounds cool, but no, it's not. I was... Um, Take um, off your pants now. Exactly. Um, no, but, uh, you know, she was asking me. I started having an, all sorts of issues with my stomach, and I go and see her, and she's like, well, what you change in your diet? I'm like, well, I went from doing 10 to 18 shots of whiskey per day to doing 5 to 10 per week. And she's like, well, why did you do that? Because I, th- I thought I was trying to be healthy, but it... <laughs> yeah, knock that off. <laughs> and then she told me about that, uh, you know, that story everybody heard, you know, everybody's heard, you know, about a guy who lives somewhere, 90-some years old, been surviving on wine and fat back for 30 years and quit doing it and died. And she told me about that, and I was like, so you're giving me the okay to drink heavily? Um... And then she said, no, I was twisting her words, but I'm pretty sure it's what she How told me. How long ago me. was that? Well, it was about two years ago. And then your appendix blew up. <laughs> yes. Okay. Two years later. Hey, yeah. my, my appendix blew up when I was 12, and I didn't even get to drink yet, so Oddly it can happen any time. We had 
unintentionally gone, what, seven days without drinking a drop of alcohol? Like, yeah, we were just you, busy. Yeah, you brought it up that I day, brought it too. up that morning, and that night I brought him to the ER Oof. for his appendix. So, I mean, I'm not saying drinking is, like, really good for you, but I'm also saying that quitting makes you have to lose uh, organ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying they're related, but I'm making... <laughs> I'm saying they're related. It's just kind of ironic that you go a week without drinking and you have your first surgery of your life. Yeah, see, it I really mean, was the first surgery in 37 years, which um, I never want to do it again. And Unfortunately, now, you only have one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But I, I, I will say... The you have many awesome, more organs that you can lose before yes, things go bad. A lot. Oh I quit like, naming my organs I don't need, all right? Kidney. I love my organs, all right? Jesus Christ. You can live with half a liver. Yeah. You don't need your gallbladder. Tonsils, adenoids. Get the fava beans. You'd go with a fine Chianti. <laughs> well, I have met my deductible for the year. I might yeah, as well just start removing them. <laughs> yeah, just take care of everything else. Everything. Look, Doc, uh, I'm too lazy to work out, and um, I love eating and drinking, uh, but I need to lose some weight. So could we, like, take half my liver out? Maybe a kidney and my gall- gallbladder yeah, as well? probably want to keep your liver as long as you can. I'd recommend keeping your gallbladder, because otherwise if you eat, like, a really fatty meal and you don't have a gallbladder, you're going to be in the bathroom with the shits real quick. Oh, I but do It's not always anyway. really fatty either, because yesterday I got was trying to be super healthy. I don't have a gallbladder. Oh. Trying to be super healthy. Kid wanted to go to McDonald's. I got a salad. That was a very bad idea. Just say I almost didn't. So not only are we telling make you it to my to destination, not stop <laughs> drinking cold turkey. No, no, this is salads, real medical advice. <laughs> salads are bad for you. Salads Thank you for my resident EMT. <laughs> no, no, no. None of this constitutes medical advice. I, mean, I love I, I love it. how she's yelling into the microphone. To be fair, my salad had bacon on it, so. Well, it's like I love going to Black Bear for the buffet, you know, seafood. Like you, Nikki oh, will destroy an entire population of crab at Black Bear. <laughs> Five, six pounds. And I will go there and I will eat my $20 salad. I thought it was from, like, uh, shampoo. Go! <laughs> oh, the realization Yikes. of the look was awesome. <laughs> Hitachi. <laughs> what did the kids say? Oof. Yeah, like, I'll take an initial Oof. dinner plate and I'll go out there and I, I start with my base of lettuce. Now, it's very weird because I go there and it looks like I'm going to have a small salad because I, I just put enough lettuce on the bottom and that's it. And then I start adding bacon. I add some chicken. If there's chicken tenders, I throw that in there. All sorts of cheese, croutons, and then I turn it into a soup with ranch. So it is beyond a healthy salad. Here, Johnny, get in the camera quick so we can see your face. It's disgustingly good. Like, you gotta love ranch, but... No, thank you. I mean, it's not a salad. Just pick a piece of parsley up and just... (laughs) Wait a minute, there there is the occasional time that I do throw one cauliflower on the plate. Ah, gotta stay healthy. And that's only if there's people around. That's only if there's people around. I'll do it so I don't look as bad. And this is well, the salad is prepared at the same price as you know eating a crap load of seafood and like yes. good food that's there. Just hmm, salad. Not admittedly, a salad. I go to Qdoba or whatever and get the bowl and then just like a side of chips and just throw all the glop in here with whatever and then I just eat that so guilty <laughs> just not so it's like midwestern chipotle is what you're doing <laughs> essentially yes but so chipotle is way better than keto well, I, I, I should open up a, res- a salad restaurant doing that it's like oh I'll have the house salad are you sure man <laughs> you look like you do yoga five times a week your breakfast is yogurt you do a smoothie in the afternoon then you pick at a small piece of chicken in the evening you don't want this salad <laughs> In other countries, Come to think of it, there's nothing you want to eat here. Just leave. <laughs> in other countries, Cool Ranch Doritos Doritos are called uh, American, like Cool American flavor. Swear to God. 
Really? Because it's like a very American flavor. It doesn't really. Ranch dressing isn't a thing elsewhere. No. It's great. (laughs) I guess I never thought about it. But, yeah. Yeah. The more you know. (laughs) Brought to you by Barstool Band. (laughs) All right. um, Also, another interesting fact that's going to have absolutely nothing to do with salad. Tell Nikki this fact this morning that I learned. It's useless. Did you know that your asshole could stretch up eight, eight inches, which means you could fit a raccoon up your ass? <laughs> Fun story about a fuzzy critter. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's Bar- talk about Jerry. Jerry. The Ballad of Jerry. It's bar-related, too. Um, not a raccoon. So sorry to disappoint. I can love that. <laughs> <laughs> However, he was a very giant rat. He, he was a, he was a big rat, and we're not being uh, metaphorical here. Uh, we're talking about a literal, very very large rat, like the the rodent, uh, a rat named Jerry. Um, Probably about half the size of a two liter pop bottle, maybe a little more. Yeah, without the tail. He yeah. was he was he was a big boy. Um, one time, uh, Johnny and I were bartending yeah. in a place. And in the basement of that place, when I went down to restock the beer... We can I, say that place, it's no longer owned by the same owner, so it's... Well, I, I don't want them to think it could still be a thing. Fair enough. Um, this place had a... Uh, I went down to the basement to get beer, and I heard a weird squeaking noise. Uh, really something more like shrieking. It's bizarre. Um, and I looked around, and I found a rat... A very large rat on a glue trap, which are horribly inhumane, uh, because they just they get stuck, but they can't do anything. So they just, just scream. They, they, yeah, they scream. They scream like baby bunnies. It's awful. And this was a Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, this, Friday night, I think. It was a Friday yeah. night, and it was it was going to be busy. So I come back upstairs, um, not really sure what to do. I couldn't easily, you know, detach this thing. I didn't really know, like, I'm not going to touch it with my bare hands, uh, and I, I didn't really know what to do. I tell Johnny. Uh, our resident vegan bartender also hears, and she goes down to look at it, and she's like, this is awful, oh my god, you know, this thing's trapped and screaming, and it really was. Uh, this is a bar. We didn't have anything with which to, like, uh, humanely put it out of its misery. You step on it. It was big. Which on was it. also not a, it was not a thing we could do with the vegan yeah, animal rights. And, and, and I told, so th- this yeah. is a little weird, there. Hitachi actually makes something to dispose <laughs> of rats. Do they now? I'm suspicious how much you know about Hitachi. Just just a little bit now. It, it used to be my uh, uh, power tool of choice. So, you know, I've seen, I, I've, I've seen many Hitachi sales ads, but the ones you're talking about, I've never seen. Ah. But anyways, back to the rat you couldn't dispose of. It, right. It, it was kind of awkward. And, and here's what made it worse. Um, it wasn't even like we knew it would get a good end. We knew for a fact that the handyman in this place used to make... Slash Swamper. Yeah, like the Swamper. Like he would clean the place out. Uh, he used to make rat snuff videos... <laughs> And, and and I I can't I can't I'm sorry I just like, I googled Hitachi for those of you for those up. of you listening we Nikki just googled Hitachi and the only thing that came up was vibrators was a yeah, very big yeah, vibrator that's what they're, that's what they're known for here um, okay anyway right, let's get off of Hitachi please <laughs> anyway rat um, this rat. Uh, so, so <laughs> we knew that we knew the cleaner in this place. He told us proudly once. Um, and Johnny, no, he showed the videos. Oh, to, he showed me the video. I was glad I escaped this. He made snuff rat, like rat snuff films. He would drown them in the. I'm not joking. This is messed up. He'd drown them in the like the mop sink, um, and he'd let them come back just enough, and then he'd drown them again. He would waterboard rats to death. Okay, like, that. Yeah. Which, like, the dude was messed up. Dude is messed up. Like, probably. I've stepped on a rat to kill it before, like a mouse. Yeah, rats are big. Like, this one was big. It would have it would have taken some, like, big boots and jumping. I wonder if he and named I, these rats. I've, I have well, drowned. We did. Um, yeah, so so we we were like, what are we going to do? Right. So so we, we took him, we took oh, this, yeah. this rat, we needed a code name, so Johnny named him Jerry for the mouse in Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Um, so... We took Jerry, and I unstuck him from the trap, the glue trap, and we put him in an empty uh, beer case, right? And uh, it was a Bud Light case. I'll never forget this. Kept him in the basement until we were done working. Right. And then as soon as we were done working, I was still cocktailing at that point, so I, at that place. So I turned in my till, and I bolted to Walgreens where I got some, uh, like, those, you know, latex-like uh, 
dishwashing gloves, the big mm-hmm. gloves your mom had, and um, some but thick, thick, and some Dawn dish soap because so that's what they thick. use to clean off the penguins, right? When they get oil on them. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. I guess this stuff's good. And I came back, and then Johnny put on some. Uh, big leather gloves and taped bar rags, which were thrown out, to his arms with duct tape. And we washed Jerry the Rat in the sink to get the glue off him fully. And then we put him in an empty McGolden Light case, and we uh, we rescued him. Released him into the wild of Hartley Field. Yes. But, but what made this so funny was that at the end of the night, after we'd washed him, put him in his new case, we're all standing on the sidewalk, people are having a smoke, and the DJ goes, what's in that box? And Johnny just doesn't miss a beat smoke, he goes, a rat. And the DJ doesn't blink. He just looks in the box, you know, the side, the handle hole with his phone and goes, huh, that is a rat. <laughs> and no one was surprised. And Jerry the rat at least made it to Hartley. And from there, you know, Godspeed, Jerry. Uh, we, we saved a rat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I wonder where Jerry is now. Probably hawk food, but you know what? Yeah. We tried. We tried. He was an urban well, rat. He was an urban rat released into nature, so. It just, I just couldn't imagine him screaming as he was like slowly drowned by this, you know, slightly psychopathic cleaner. So I just. That is a little fucked up. It was real I messed mean, up. There's one thing to like drown rodents. Like we did yeah. at my cabin, we'd set up, you know, traps that involved the oh. animals drowning. Right. Because you don't want them to eat through the walls and. Right. You know, go in the walls and die and all that kind of stuff because, you know, we got to live there. Right. But, but, you know, war crimes against rats. Kill them. Don't. Well, cur- currently we are not them. at war with rats. <laughs> During yes. the Black Plague, yes. we, we, maybe, we were. Maybe then. I, I, I don't uh, know. But I think since then there has been a ceasefire and a peace treaty signed. Probably. Um, so it wouldn't be war crimes. It would just be. Um, torture. <laughs> um, Rat torture. A, a sadistic release of anger and mommy issues. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. But so we, we saved a rat that night. Well, also from the person who also looks a lot like rat, so. You know, I wasn't going to mention that, but he was he was kind of a rodent-looking guy. Like, you know, like think of uh, Mickey Mouse's... Uh, like the first version of Mickey Mouse? No, like the his counterpart, the the, the, the bad one with the long nose. Yeah. Ever, oh. I don't know the name yeah, of him. I don't know his name either. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mortimer. But you can all... Mortimer. Mortimer? Yeah, oh, it might have been. Mortimer. Mortimer. Yeah, Mortimer oh, Mouse. I can't remember the name. Yeah. I think you got that right. <laughs> I don't know why that I know that. out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> I, don't know why, I don't know why I know that. Impressive. Yeah. All right. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, we have come to that point in the podcast um, where we're going to do a shot. I've got then, one more question for you. Oh boy! And uh, then Should we're, we're going to uh, then I think we're going to end this. If, um, if this is a question, I'm afraid it is. I'm going to need that shot. But <laughs> it, 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 even though even though we're ending this, um, yeah. we're not done drinking up here. Oh cool! Uh, this is, uh, we we can still hang out and drink up here. It's no problem there. So while Johnny is making us some more shots, yeah. All right. The big question. I have for you. Alright. Um, okay, here we go. Big question I have for you. Eight years bartending. Mm-hmm. You started bartending at a young age. Yeah, I mean, matter of fact, you're still at a young age. <laughs> uh, you're, you know, you really are. Of your time bartending, how has it positively, positivity, positively, positively, Positively? How many more times are you going to say the word? I can't. Fi- I've been drinking. Positively. My- Positively. There we go. <laughs> I'll have to edit that out. How has bartending positively impacted your life? Oh, okay. It's not the question I was afraid of. Um, we asked that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the question? Yeah, what's that question? No, I was afraid that was going to be the what's what's the worst experience or the worst the worst time you were bartending. Um, oh, we didn't ask that. No. No, no. no. We got off off track on Hitachi's. Um, no. <laughs> Um, how's it possibly impact? Well, uh, I made a lifelong friend in Johnny, which is good. Um, my adoptive brother. Man, it depends on who you talk Anthony. to, but... That's very true. Well, yeah. true. But, I mean, I, I would say so. Um, it, it's, it's the only thing I've ever done where I've had a, a certainty that, like, I'm actually decent at what I'm doing. I don't feel this kind of constant self-doubt of, like, are you performing just well enough to get by, or are you actually good at it? Because I'm actually good at it, at least I think. Um, when you're directly rewarded right, for right. your 
and and that's it too. You, you, Competency, you, right? You see, you see a direct correlation between what you make and uh, how good you are at it for the most part. Now, are there places where that is not, you know, the rule? Yes. Yes. But, but I think we've all worked in one of those <laughs> sadly, situations where sadly, it was yes. like that was not worth my time. Exactly. But that that I would argue to a large point is the or to a large part is a side of a good bartender because it's a good bartender who realizes when like this isn't worth my time um, yeah. and has the ability to go somewhere else so so it's given me a good sense of like uh, the worth of my time in the industry um, a good sense of self um, made really good friends out of it so so it's it's kind of given me a large part of my identity as an adult that like I would never want to give up um, I don't do it full time anymore I'll own that and I'm kind of sad for that um but but it's something where it's it's kind of like anytime I go back to it and when I do it even part time, it's kinda of like putting on your most comfortable pair of shoes. You know they're gonna fit, you know they're gonna be comfortable and you know you can like run a mile in them if you have to. Yeah. So so it's just that kind of like anytime I step behind a bar, I know I can do the job and I can do it well. Which is valuable, I don't yes. argue. You always have that in your back pocket. Right. It's it is skilled labor. However you want to slice it. People want to say, oh, it's just bartending. No, it's no, a good it's, bartender. It's, it's, skilled labor. Yes, it really is. There's yeah. a lot more to bartending than what people think. They think that you're just grabbing a beer or pouring a shot, but... In some days it is that. As, but as, yeah. as, as Johnny days. has shown you know, shown us, you know, anytime we have him uh, being the bar bartender, uh, you know, you have to be, and I'm about to be punched, quite the mixologist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I think Where's I just—I was gonna say—I just handed him a bottle opener that says "intoxicologist," which is what—which is my preferred term is intoxicologist. I love that. I think I've given you a T-shirt with that at some point too. I still have that T-shirt, yes, but I—I I, I have the McGee's Pub one. <laughs> All right, well, let's do this shot and let's end this thing. Uh, Red again. Uh, thank you. There is one more thing. Oh, Uh-oh. don't you have to uh, do the "Where are you going from here?" kind of. Dick, unless you don't want to do that. That's where you're going from here. Oh, like promote yourself or whatever you would like to, whatever you'd like to say, like your closing thoughts. Like, are you going to work for Hitachi as a tester? (laughs) Oh my god, I want that job. Where do I apply? No, no, I I don't think I am. Um, unless uh, I'm trying to imagine them now making like some kind of, uh, you know, beer pouring system or something bizarre. Uh, probably not going to work for Hitachi. Um, but I'll probably stay in this industry uh, as long as my body lets me because... Um, Hitachi it, can be very rough. <laughs> I was going to say, the work can be rough, but, you know, yeah. you do you, man. <laughs> Should we just raise our glasses to Hitachi, I guess? <laughs> Hitachi! I guess, Hitachi. <laughs> Cheers, this has been fun. Thanks, guys. This was awesome. This podcast is brought to you by On The Fly service at its best to fill in at your request if you're a bar owner and you need a freelance bartender get a hold of johnny mcgee we have his information posted to our facebook and youtube accounts also a very big shout out to tower avenue tavern we are coming to you from the vip lounge right upstairs many people don't know about it but you will in the future this is dave and nikki again I'm Johnny. And again, Red. Red. Thank you very much. We will see you guys later.